Uh, One thing about you is that you love to have a croissant in France. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Booted Sisters. I'm Sarah, and I'll be joined by my sister, Rachel. In this episode, we have a somewhat normal format. We recorded this after a long weekend, and so we mainly talk about what we both did with our time over that weekend. A little bit of a spoiler, you'll hear all about a place Rachel travels to uh, over her long weekend, so we get pretty in-depth there. Weirdly, this episode became pretty like fact-based, or at least claim based. Um, Hopefully that's fun. We get a little bit in the weeds here. So curious to hear if that is fun for everyone to hear about, but you'll see what I mean by that. As always, check out our Instagram for some pictures to accompany your listening for this episode. We are at Booted Sisters if you don't already follow. Enjoy the episode. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. How are you? I'm good. Just got back pretty recently, actually, a couple hours. So good weekend. Um, How about you? Yeah, so we are recording. We normally record on Sundays and today's Monday, but uh, because we both had a long weekend. And so it's it's kind of like today's my Sunday, which is really nice. I got two Saturdays, (laughs) Uh, which was good. But yeah, I've had a very productive day today. I did go grocery shopping, which I wasn't positive if I was going to today. Um, and I did that after I had gone out to breakfast with my friend. So very, wow. I've done a lot Full more day. than I usually yeah. have. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also went to breakfast the same place I went to dinner last night. So like uh, there were three of us last night. We went out to dinner to this place we knew of and I had been there before and it was just like a really good dinner experience. We split three different entrees and an appetizer and just kind of like circled the food, which was the right call because we were all kind of torn on the same menu items to order. Uh, I love when people are down for that. It's it's always like, you know, you got to feel it out and see, Mm -hmm. but when people are down for that, it's, it's always a really fun time. Yeah. Yeah. It's a game changer. It's a way better way to eat to be able to try multiple things Um, have we mentioned on the pod that that's like our go-to Sarah and I realized that every time we went to a restaurant we would order the same thing and we're like okay there's no way that we both genuinely were a hundred percent sold on this dish there's got to be more to the story than that um and we realized that like we could divide and conquer between like our top two choices rather than both just settling for one dish and maybe liking it but then not having tried whatever else we were considering so mm-hmm. whenever we go out to eat together we order two different entrees eat half and then like uh trade plates <laughs> yeah and it was actually it was honestly mostly born out of like there would be maybe two menu items and I was like 51, 49 kind of deal. <laughs> and I'm like, dang it. If Rachel gets the one that I'm 49 and then I get the one I'm 51 and then I'm jealous of the 49, <laughs> like I wish I had chosen that one, yeah. then it's just a bummer. So um, yeah, like we ended up always ordering the same thing because we realized that like we, we knew that it, like sometimes you make a comment too, where it's like, so what are we ordering? Like, what are you, what are you yeah. interested in? Because I know I'm going to be interested in the same thing. So yeah, I, I exactly. will not make my own decision. So it is, it's great. 
like it's clutch to have people that you like share taste with that closely that that works out so well. Yeah. It, it had been a long time since we had seen each other. So a long time since we've been able to do that. But when you were out here in like August, September, it was great to just get back into that routine for a bit. Yeah, exactly. Not even have to question what the routine is. Like, you know, that the other person is down for it. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. So I don't usually have that with friends, but it has started with some of my friends out here, which is lovely. So yeah, we were at that restaurant enjoying our dinner. And then we realized that they had breakfast and we had, like, I noticed a sign that was like early bird special. And I was just like, and it was in the morning hours. And I was like, that's so interesting. I wonder what their breakfast is. And we looked and um, so my friend Tommy is vegan and this is like a fully vegan restaurant. And we had just been talking about how some of the things he misses, and this will connect to your weekend experience. Okay. But one okay. of the things he's like never had, uh, never sees as an option, like veganized version is a croissant. And, oh, um, honey. Oh, <laughs> and then any sort of like breakfast sandwich, because like, those are always like, you know, bacon, egg and cheese type deal. That's fine. Like I'm vegetarian and I'll get egg and cheese, but <laughs> He's not going to be able to have that. And so those are like the two things he can never really find. And we like, we're sitting there at dinner and we glance at their breakfast menu and they have a croissant breakfast sandwich and they have like all this other stuff that looks so good. And we were like joking with the waitress. We were like, how's your breakfast? And she was like telling us how good it was. And she was clutch because she had, she, we like were considering getting dessert, but then she basically told us everything out was bad. So don't bother. And so we really trusted her. So when she told us, yeah, the breakfast she seems was honest, great, right? Yeah. And when she told us the breakfast was great, we were like that much more tempted. And Tommy and I were like, jokingly, like, maybe we'll be back for breakfast. We kept joking with her. She was like, haha, see you tomorrow. And then as we were walking back, he and I were like, can we really though? <laughs> like our other friend that was with us, she was going to go skiing today. So she couldn't join, but, um, yeah, he and I left it like, okay, I'll text you in the morning. Like, see you there. And we, awesome. we did it. And it was great. It was like kind of a weird moment of like, I just walked home from this place. And then I was just like, got out of bed this morning and walked right back, <laughs> but it was totally worth it. 10 out of 10. Um, so was the, the breakfast better than the dinner? Uh, it was very good. Better than dinner is hard to say because it's just all good, but it was definitely the best vegan breakfast I've ever had. I think it really hit the spot, but we did, we split again today and we, we split that breakfast sandwich and there were breakfast empanadas and the breakfast empanadas might've been even better than the sandwich. If I'm being honest, they were so good, but the sandwich was also great. Wow. So yeah, uh, lovely, I think lovely morning. I think American breakfast is something that I really miss. And it's not even just like, you know, bacon, bacon, toast and eggs type American mm -hmm. breakfast, but just like the concept of whatever restaurant having like a breakfast version mm -hmm. of what it does. The more I travel, I think that's a like pretty American thing. And if a place is doing breakfast or brunch, it's usually like advertises American breakfast, American brunch, right? Otherwise it's just like selling the same stuff that they sell all day long. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's something that I miss, like like a, a genuine like thought behind like this is our breakfast meal you know not just, yeah like, we were still selling the same stuff yeah yeah breakfast is it's really great I like I feel like I kind of try not to eat out for breakfast that frequently because it just I also like making my own breakfast and so sure, sometimes yeah. it just feels like not the best way to spend money but every time I go out to breakfast man it is so fun <laughs> it is so good it is so worth it uh, yeah, it's the best. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. 
Um, um okay. what else did you do this weekend? Sorry. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So today's Monday. I talked about my productive morning. Um, Saturday. I went to Rocky Mountain National Park and did my second Saturday in a row of winter hiking with those spikes that I got. (laughs) Uh, It was amazing. It was really cool. It was like very cold. I was looking, sorry, we'll get to it. This is another related to what you're going to talk about. I was like looking at the weather in both the places we were this weekend and I think it was similar. So. Oh, perfect. Okay. (laughs) Lovely. Yeah. Was it pretty cold for you? um in the morning we had a lot of sun so like um (laughs) it didn't feel super cold but it was definitely like colder there than you know Napoli yeah okay um yeah sorry I keep spoiling we'll get to it and then maybe I'll just make more comparisons later I'll just keep talking for it out but um yeah so I went to Rocky Mountain National Park which like basically Denver is at you know, it's the mile high city. It's at 5,280 feet. And then last weekend I was hiking in Boulder, which like the hike I did was probably around 6,000 to 7,000 elevation that we got to Rocky mountain is about two hours from Denver. So like drove from Denver kind of, you're just kind of going up a little bit the whole way. So up through Boulder, a little bit higher elevation, and then up to SS park, which is higher elevation. And then into the park is a bit higher. And so the elevation we were at was around 9,000 and, um, like eight to nine for the whole hike. And so that's relevant because the weather forecast was like the same for like when we had hiked in Boulder last weekend to when we were hiking this weekend in SS Park. I I was driving. I also overpack and when I have my car and stuff like that. So I I was pretty ready to like bundle up and I knew it would be colder and maybe windier up there. Basically I brought like two options, like my bigger coat and my smaller coat. But then I picked up my friend and he was packed a little bit more lightly because in Boulder last weekend, it was basically like a late spring day. It was like lovely out. It was so nice. nice. It was like sunny. We were both too hot on the hike with what we had brought. And so he was basically like, Oh, I don't want to make that happen again. So he packed a bit lighter and it, we get up to that high elevation and it was, it was a pretty sunny, like clear skies day but it was windy and colder up there. And like, suddenly he's all nervous. I kind of knew to expect it. I felt like, but, uh, he was, he was pretty nervous. And then we were both very nervous because it took us a while to find parking because it was a really busy day and people, everyone who was out and about in Rocky mountain, like hiking or snowshoeing or something like that, they were all wearing like full snow get up. Like they looked like they were skiing. They were like snow pants and stuff. I was like, Uh, and like we could see them like shuffling around getting out of their cars or getting into their cars or whatever and it was like so windy I was like so nervous I was like are we just gonna blow away on this hike um so anyway it doesn't really I love Rocky Mountain because there's such a range of things to do like you can do a little hike a big hike no hike like whatever you're kind of in the mood for so I wasn't too nervous neither neither of us were like super stressed about like what exactly we were gonna do um, but we did end up, we parked and we, you'll understand this, Rachel, because you loved it, but we couldn't park at Bear Lake. That huge parking lot was completely full. There was like a line getting up there. So we turned around and we went down a little farther and parked at the closest parking we could get to all that, which was quite a bit down. And we like ditched the car there and hiked to Bear Lake from where we had oh, parked. Lovely. We found this hike. It was great. Um, it turned into like a little over seven miles total, which in the snow was something I'm very proud of. 
Yeah, um, that's uh, impressive. The snow was like very high, but pretty packed down. So with the spikes, it was like perfect hiking conditions. But anyway, I was bundled a little bit more than my friends. So I was like, wow, I'm like kind of sweaty, kind of warm, whatever. And he was like, yeah, we're not having the same experience. He was like oh, basically no. trying to run to kind of stay warm. Um, but we, we made it through and we got really good. There was a restaurant in Estes that had food from like India and Nepal. And so we got Nepalese food and it was so good. Uh, it oh, really, really amazing. hit the spot right after. And I got some, chai. they had, they were serving chai in a coffee pot. Like, you know how like a diner will just kind of walk around with the coffee pot refilling. That's what they were doing with their chai. Oh my God. Take <laughs> me. <laughs> I know. I was so glad we found that because I haven't really found, I haven't gone to a lot of restaurants in Estes. I usually just walk around and go to coffee shops and stuff, but I kind of have not been brave enough to try the restaurants I just book it to Boulder and eat there but uh this time we I was glad we were starving we would not have made it to Boulder to eat anyway hopefully uh the way I described that painted a better picture than me just rattling off Colorado words but it was really fun (laughs) and the snow was very packed in most of the time but at one point we kind of we veered off the path in a way that other people clearly had to a bit because there was like this this little uh, opening where it was going to be gorgeous views. So we veered off the path for that view. And I got like, I fell into the snow. It was like literally to my butt and I like, <laughs> had to get my leg out. And then my other leg went into the snow and I was like fully stuck. And he was ahead of me and he was like, do you want me to come help you? I was like, no, I'll get myself out. Like it was very cartoonish. Um, but it was super fun. Very safe. You're just like there. And then all of a sudden you're not. <laughs> That's how it felt. Yeah. I was like, oh no, oh no, no, here I go. But yeah, well, so that was the big okay. thing. Yeah, it was like a, a really fun day. I'm really glad I had yesterday as an extra Saturday though, because I was I was pretty wiped after that. And then yesterday I just had like a lovely little extra Saturday of like I walked to the library, hung out there for a bit, walked around, and then met up with friends and went to that dinner. So it was a very quiet nice. day. But yeah, a, a very nice weekend. I was so happy to have today off. Um and great. tomorrow's the bachelor. <laughs> oh yeah. And that's um, my life. <laughs> how are you? How was your week weekend? Uh, we can get into the yeah. things I've been spoiling a little bit. I need to stop making predictions about my travel plans because I just it's so funny to have it documented. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're like, probably not. That's not really yeah, up my alley no, or my priority so. next weekend. Yeah. <laughs> I did say that I would I would ski the Alps if it was like a group thing, and this did end up being. Group I think thing. you teased it, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I, I willed it into existence. Um, so the friends that I went to the Napoli soccer game with, um, they organized a ski trip to the French Alps. Um, so that's twice that I've been to France, which is the country that I said was not a priority. And this is the second ski trip that I said I wasn't <laughs> going to take this season to the Alps, which I said was not going to be a priority this year. Um, wait, quick cut in first one to the Alps, but (laughs) um, I'm a little bit sad that you went to France without Aaron as a fan of this podcast. I'm just gonna say that as a fan of Aaron, I'm sad that she wasn't there. (laughs) She loves her, yeah, it did feel wrong. Speaks French, so I still didn't have to do any language, but um, but also it's it was a town that is extremely touristy, so it was not in the least bit required. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm bummed they, she would have loved it too um so yeah when she wait can you say the name of the city in france that you were staying in because i Chamonix? saw it yeah 
So first time skiing the Alps, the European Alps. I've skied the Japanese Alps before. It was great. Um, so we uh, took a flight to Torino um, and then got a rental um, all with ski gear, which is always the decision to make, right? To rent or to transport. There's some inconvenience and cost associated with each, but um, it is nice to have your own gear. So we did that. Um, the town itself was much more touristy than the Dolomites. So Aaron and I went to Dolomites in Italy. So that's more on like the Eastern side, closer to Austria. Chamonix is just on the other side of the border. Um, so really it's like France, Switzerland and Italy all right there. Um, so cool. Yeah. Um, but it is in France. And Chamonix, it was almost like Breck a little bit. Like it was just very um, touristy, but maybe not as contrived in the Alpine sense because it was actually in the Alps. (laughs) (laughs) Fair. A little bit more uh, genuine. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But a lot of the like big brands, you know, Patagonia and everything, um, all along the streets. (laughs) And I've probably heard more English than French um, when it's all said and done. I mean, good amount of French, but um, a lot of seemingly well-off Americans, especially, um, and a lot of Brits. Interesting. Yeah, big touristy town. The slopes were really good. I would say like, you know, comparing my two ski trips, it hasn't been like a great season for snow overall. So it was still like, not like, oh my God, best snow of my life by any means, but there was more snow this time than uh, when Aaron and I went last month. And these slopes were a little bit better, in my opinion, or I enjoyed them more than the slopes that we were on last time. Um, So skiing wise, Um, it was great. Nice. Okay. I have two questions about that. Sure. When you say that it hasn't been the best snow season, do you know that to be true based on like typical European conditions, or is that just comparing what you've seen in like Japan? Um, good question. I have heard that it's not a great season this year. Um, That's what I figured you meant. Yeah. yeah, I haven't like looked it up. Um, but also, yeah, I definitely had better snow uh, in Japan for, for when I was skiing last season. Oh my God. There's just one week weekend last weekend or last year. That last Jane weekend. And, yeah. So <laughs> one weekend last year where Jane and I like, were pretty much like snowed into our Airbnb. Luckily our, oh. our very nice host had a souped up pickup truck. One of the few pickups you'd see in Japan. Um, <laughs> but that, that was the best snow. Um, actually, I had two weekends with really good snow last year, but nice. I had better snow in Japan to answer your question. Yes. My second question is based on where you explained, like you were staying in the town and maybe you'll get to this. So sorry if I'm jumping the gun, but you were staying in the town that was in France, but you were really, really close to Switzerland and Italy. Were you at any point stepping foot in Switzerland or Italy when you were on the slopes or stepping? No, ski? no, not, <laughs> not like ski. that dramatically close. Okay. No. Gotcha. Um, yeah, Chamonix and Mont Blanc is like the other like mountain. Um, so you, if you see either one of those, it's kind of the area that that we were in. We were staying in Chamonix, um, the town, but Mont Blanc was like the mountain. Um, Isn't Mont Blanc the highest um, elevation in Europe? Yeah, that's what they say. It didn't feel like that, but that you, we talked about this when we talked about Dolomites. Like the Alps are weird; they're not very peaky. Mm-hmm. um so it's like we, we were literally there and we're like wait which one is even Mont Blanc you know like, <laughs> like yeah it wasn't super pronounced or dramatic um 
but it was beautiful. I, I guess I thought that the highest point was in, sorry, this is Googleable, but I thought the highest point was in Switzerland, but you're saying you were there and you were in France. Like, could you just see the highest point from where you were? It's a 15er, right? 15,000 something. <laughs> These are fair questions, and as a okay, let me just Colorado. And I think here. this I is something that you <laughs> care more about than I did. I just I said yes to a ski trip. So, oh my gosh, um, it's the highest mountain in the Alps in Western Europe. Blah blah blah. Located on the French Italian border. Okay, so I was wrong that it was in Switzerland. Cool. Mm-hmm. Of course, that I was a simple. Sorry, solution that's so that, annoying yeah. to be like I was wrong that it was in Switzerland when you were right there and you told me what country it was in. I just had thought that I had learned that fact separately. So I will say on. that you just took <laughs> took away a potential future Sarah moment from yourself. So that's true. Yeah. Look at me. <laughs> Sorry to everyone who likes future Sarah. Has Sarah here doing her job? <laughs> future Sarah here. You know I had to. Um, that was mostly correct. There is part of Mont Blanc that is in Switzerland, so I wasn't 100% wrong there, but the highest peak, like the part of it that's actually the highest elevation is in France. So Switzerland part is a little bit irrelevant for the point I was trying to make. Also, truly no need to argue with somebody who was physically there, so I stand by that point as well. Um, and it's not the highest point in Europe, but we got to that anyway, so, yep. Um... Yeah, no, it was, it was good skiing. Um, it was fun. Very, you know, ski town vibes, but just like way more touristy, way more, um, like the people felt a little more hoity-toity, I guess I would say, not to be a snob, because <laughs> obviously I was there. Um, <laughs> but like, I'm an American living in Europe, I'm not an American who came from the West Coast for one week of skiing in France. Before it is back. different. It's just funny yeah, to hear you explain why you're better than them. <laughs> Um, yeah. Cool. I don't know, was- though, when you add up like lift passes and, and hotels and stuff, like I haven't done a lot of American skiing when it's all said and done, but like it sounds incredibly expensive. So maybe, honestly, I, flight to you Europe literally cannot get me started right now. Please, <laughs> this is going to become a ski podcast again. Yes. <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's, it's very expensive and I understand why people love it, but it is overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. It was like a two day pass was like, 116 euro so like maybe 125 almost 130 bucks for two days of skiing which is not what it sounds like in in plenty of places in the states and that was like that was because i got a pass that would get me to multiple slopes around there yeah Um, yeah while we're in our ski podcast era of this episode (laughs) uh any black diamonds double blacks what'd you do Honestly, most of them were intermediate. One or two that like started as black and then went to like, you know, the medium, intermediate kind of thing. Um, so it's like black, red, blue. Um, I don't even know. I think green. Yeah, green is like the- And the then where we learned there. to ski, it was also had yellow, orange, I think, right? There was yellow for sure when we were in ski school. And well, I'm, that was partly a question. I don't even know if that's the American- no, I don't, I don't think, yeah, I, think that, maybe, I don't think it's compatible with American colors. No, I um, think everything you just said is the same as like what people have oh, told okay. me out here. Yeah. I'm not positive. I think, I, I guess I haven't really heard of red, but I know blue, green, black for sure. But I said, <laughs> when I was talking to my friends and we were skiing out here, I was like, yeah, I think I might've only gotten to yellow, maybe green, but I, I know I was at yellow when I was in ski school and they were like, what is yellow? <laughs> So I don't know if that that's famous like a, Virginia skiing. Exactly. I think perhaps. I'm curious. Future Sarah again. Um, 
it seems like essentially the color ratings are pretty much the same across North America and Europe. Um, there's like a little bit of difference between like where red versus blue comes in in certain places and stuff. Um, but yeah, if anyone's that interested, I'm sure there's some ski podcasts out there that would give you much better information. But I've gone on far too many ski websites for my liking in the past few minutes, so I'm going to cut it off there. And then the reason that I was mentioning yellow, uh, I believe it was pretty much a bunny slope rating from what I could tell. So that's that. Uh, and thank you for listening to us talk about skiing. Anyway, to get into some of our segments, I ate a lot of fries. I love eating fries in France. Ooh. Um, yeah. Because, you know, I've been to France multiple times now. Yeah, I love eating yeah. fries in France. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I go to France, I get some fries. <laughs> we got fondue last night Ooh. and it was fine. I, I don't know Aww. if I'm super sold on fondue. Like, it's just such a commitment of a meal, you know, <laughs> just going all in on melted cheese. Um, I love cheese. And what was, were the dippings? Was, was it like uh, bread had, and veggies or what was yeah, it? Yeah, we had, we had bread. We had, they had like cold cuts, but I stuck to, they had a bunch of um, boiled potatoes. But I did mm. the potatoes, the bread, they had little cornichons, which were great. But yeah, we didn't, we didn't get one that had like a lot of veggies. So it was pretty much just like the cold cuts and the, mm-hmm. the carbs. And it was good, but it's just like, there's a lot of other things that I would have preferred for a meal. Was it a French thing or do you think that was a Swiss influence getting into that little area? Because isn't fondue mostly Swiss thing? Uh, I always associate it as a French thing. So okay, maybe I'm crazy. Maybe, yeah, <laughs> I think they uh, both have cheeses and it's probably yeah. maybe a common thing. <laughs> I had a couple different croissants and I will say this was, it was, this was said many times among our group. Cornetto is like the word for croissant in Italian. A, a, cornet, a cornetti do not equal croissant. Like a, a cornetto is not the same as a croissant like it's shaped the same way they do the same you know like make it look the same but like it doesn't have that buttery flavor I don't know if they don't put as much butter in it in Italy or if it's just not as good butter but it just like it is not as good if you're looking Mm. for that nice lovely buttery croissant flavor that France has, you know, because I've been there multiple times and (laughs) one Uh, thing about you is that you love to have a croissant in France Uh, yeah, yeah, that's just that's just a thing for me. Oh, my one of my favorite foods though was on the slopes, it's a baguette with cheese on it. Oh, um, that was like the common thing. And <laughs> one of the places like toasted it, so it was like melted cheese on a warm baguette. Like sitting on the slopes, looking out at the Alps, I was like, all right, this will do. <laughs> that's <laughs> <is> amazing. <laughs> yeah, hot take: the hot chocolate, uh, not great. <laughs> I think that was like for their market, they didn't need to have like really nice coffee and and hot Mm. drinks. So most of the places we went, it was just like a button on machine. Although I did have a lovely experience ordering hot chocolate and there was was a glass. So it was kind of hard to hear, but she asked me if I wanted cream and I asked her repeat and she's like, oh, do you want cream? Like, "Uh, yeah, like you know, really made it like an animated response to the the whipped cream. (laughs) And then she put like a nice tall (laughs) That's amazing. Even though it was powdered hot chocolate out of the machine, it was worth <laughs> it. Um, but yeah, no, to continue with the comparison to the Dolomites, it was not lovely, thick drinking chocolate. It was yeah, maybe like, you're just spoiled now. You've had the best of the best and you got to quit. Yeah. You got to retire from hot chocolate <laughs> drinking. Um, that seems but, fair though, that if they were just kind of pumping it out for tourists, that they weren't going to focus on like having the thickest, most yeah, and you know, high quality. 
Yeah, exactly. And it might just not be a thing in that part of the Alps either. I don't know, but not uh, not as good as as um, the Dolomites for sure. My word related, um, and this this is I think a commonly known word, so this might not be really interesting to people. But uh, do you know what Chantilly is? Chantilly. It's in Nova. <laughs> I don't yeah, think I do. That was, no, that was literally <laughs> my thought too. Yeah, I don't um, think I do, no. And I'm, I'm doing that thing where I don't look up how to say it before I say it on the podcast. Um, but it's whipped cream, so. Whoa. So yeah. everyone from Chantilly lives in whipped cream. <laughs> That's so special. Yeah, I, you know, I always pass that exit and like write it off. Don't think about it, but maybe I should be turning in there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I, I definitely I wrote it down with that. two L's, I think. Like Chant- it looks to me like it's spelled the same way as Virginia, Chantilly, Virginia. Shout out to all our listeners from Chantilly. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if I were naming town, whipped cream would be a pretty great. Yeah. Name. I'm kind of jealous. That's cool. Um, Sweet. Love that. I assume that's a French word then, right? Your word of the week is French word this week. Oui. And the confusion, like I said, it was very touristy, not a lot of like language barriers, but the confusion was just kind of a ski town confusion of figuring out the buses. Mm-hmm. Um, we ended up uh, waiting for quite a bit on, you know, doing a bit of like walking back and forth between different bus stops, trying to figure out the buses. And then um, at one point we just like, it was at the end of the ski day and there were so many people waiting to get on the bus that we like, we were pretty sure the bus was going the wrong direction, but we decided to just commit anyway, because we could actually make it on that bus and not get elbowed off. Um, and so we <laughs> basically rode the whole loop to like pass the stop that we had already gotten on and then ride down to where we were trying to go. That's but, kind of fun though. You get a spot, you get to see more, you know. <laughs> that was my thought. Yeah. I'm yeah. Just they're looking out the window, you know, you're not stressed out. <laughs> It was funny though, because by the time we got back to our to the stuff that we'd gotten on, it was like empty. Like clearly, the, the <laughs> you would have been fine. Yeah, like, eh, whatever. <laughs> the decision is it was a sound one in the moment. Um, yeah, yeah. Just just figuring out which like when you have that many slopes around, right? It was great. The buses were free. It was great, but it was like figuring out and they. Some places where Google Maps is just like does not have enough information to really guide you through it. And you're like, all right, well um yeah those are the big segments the food the word and the confusion it's a good weekend it's gonna be friends and hit the slopes again <laughs> yep your low priority activities <laughs> yeah, not, the not the i wasn't gonna take yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay uh are we ready then i did research for the things sarah has learned about italy from the internet segment however i didn't do italy i did france oh uh-huh. Okay, so I researched Chamonix, and that's why I was looking at the weather briefly, but it sounds like it was a little warmer than I was, like, thinking it was. But Yeah, it was really cozy. It was, it, I definitely got a little, like, warm on the on the ski slopes. Very sunny. Nice. Do you know what elevation you were at? And just for context, the reason I'm talking like this, the highest peaks in, in Colorado and in the majority of the U.S. besides Alaska, the highest peaks are in the 14,000 range. And so Rachel being near a 15,000 foot elevation peak is pretty huge for- Is that what, when you looked at Mont Blanc, is that what it was? Yeah, it's 15, sorry. That's that's what is so interesting to me because you started lower and ended higher. That's that's a big mountain (laughs) to put it simply. Um, Let's get the exact while we're here. 
Um, oh, and I was probably looking at meters too. That makes sense. I was looking yeah. at like, yeah. Sorry, this okay. is quite the time to be ignoring units. <laughs> um, okay, so Mount Blanc is the elevation. So this is the highest point, which you obviously, I don't imagine we're at the very tip top, right? <laughs> so you were no, we, actually there, I mean, but... we were pretty high up. And like I said, because it's the Alps, it's like everything around it is roughly the same. Like it, they don't peak, they come up like a fold. Of right. So you were definitely point. high up there. So yeah. it's, this is such a satisfying number. The elevation is 15,777 feet at Mount Blanc. Um, the, the highest I've ever been in Colorado is like barely over 14,000 exactly. Um, also for anyone wondering, I didn't actually hike that. There's a couple you can drive up to. So <laughs> I don't really think I'm going to hike 14ers anytime soon, but maybe. So you anyway, we're going to go skiing. So, you know, it's true. It's true. I say a lot of things and then I do different things. I am, I will say my interest in winter hiking has spiked pun intended because I got those micro spikes. I I'm shocked at hey. how much I liked it. <laughs> it's so satisfying to hike in the snow when you have the gear for it. Okay. So anyway, all of this to say, I was researching just to find out some facts about it and to see some pictures of it and stuff besides what you had posted. And I was, I was like, wow, this is like very similar to some of the most dramatic Colorado spots and whatever. It looks very ski towny. So uh, where I held myself back earlier from cutting you off, you were saying that it felt a lot like Breckenridge. Um, you've been to Breckenridge in Colorado. And I mean, we were there in the summer, but you get the vibe. Anyway, so yes, you compared to Breckenridge, but actually there's a comparison to Aspen, Colorado, which neither of us, I don't believe, has been to, unfortunately. And it kind of sounds like, I don't know, you were making it sound pretty rich, which pretty much all the ski towns I consider to be very rich, but Aspen yeah. is like the epitome of like where all the rich people go. Um, Aspen and Chamonix are sister cities, which I didn't, do you know this concept of sister cities? Did we I, talk about this? I thought we talked about this. I don't think so, because it felt new to me. Oh, maybe this is just a deja vu moment for me. Okay, anyway. <laughs> I Basically, I saw that, and there was a list on Wikipedia when I was on the Wikipedia page for Shamoni. There was a list of sister cities, and uh, Aspen was the only one in the United States, and then there was um, one in Japan, and there were several in Europe. And I thought that was fascinating, but I was like, what does it mean? So sounds like you might know more about this, because I don't. I know anything about what it actually means. And I was Googling it. And essentially it seems like, you know, when people will be like high schoolers and they say they do like an, a foreign exchange program, I think that's how they work is that the sister cities that you can do them with. So, or at least that's a component of it that I was finding online. So basically like kids in Aspen will be sent to Chamonix and kids in Chamonix will be sent to Aspen to like live for a year or whatever, so a few months or something. So yeah, most that was of my association with it is from Parks and Recreation. With sister cities? Oh. Yeah, sister city with Venezuela. Um, I forgot about I'm that I'm wondering reference. if this... Okay, so the list of sister cities, Chamonix is twinned with... Okay, I cannot read all these out loud. This is going to be so embarrassing. <laughs> okay, it's it's two in Italy, one in France, one in one in Switzerland, one in Argentina, one in Germany, and then the one in Japan, obviously Aspen, I already said. And then the one in Japan is Fuji Yoshida. Just Fuji? Yeah, the 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 town. It's like the town at, north the, of Fuji, at yeah. Mount Fuji. So okay. I assume you've been there or you've at least been near there. Yeah. <laughs> and so there's a, there's a theme park. There's like an amusement park there. Mm. Um, I've been to now, next time you come to Colorado, let's go to Aspen so you can at least say you've been to, I mean, you'll be able to say you've been to three of the sister cities. That's kind of cool. I mean, they're not the craziest 
like most yeah, towns really cool or anything, to... but that is pretty cool. Get the trifecta. Yep. So anyway, that's pretty much all I learned. I was pretty down that rabbit hole when I was like, wow, <laughs> they're connected. And then I was like, what does it mean though? And so then I was trying to learn it. So it does seem pretty cool. And it certainly made me, it really took me out of myself to picture myself, not only somebody who went to France as a teenager, but somebody who grew up in Aspen, right? Like that, there are people out there who grew up in Aspen, Colorado, who are currently growing up in Aspen, Colorado and spending some time in Chamonix as an exchange student or in Japan. Like it's just so yeah. So if I learn any more facts about what makes something a sister city or what else they like do that keeps that relationship, I'll let you guys know because I'm pretty intrigued by that. But <laughs> the new research project got it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Cool. That's all I have. I think for booted segment, we probably both have the same ones as usual, right? You had ski boots on. Literal boots. And... boots. Yeah. Any other bootings? <laughs> we teased this, I think, in the past, but you got uh, cowboy boots. Yep. Christmas present from our parents, cowboy boots. It was pretty funny. They like ordered it to their house and had um, our sister try them on. <laughs> they wanted, they didn't want to send it all the way over to Europe without right. like some like control. And like by now in our life, we know whose feet are yeah close to each other's sides. Like um, but they're great. I'll have to figure out uh, when I want to wear them, like what kind of occasion, but they're awesome. Yeah. Oh, I was going to transition into a, what doesn't have to be a new segment, but you know, important conversation topic. Um, I think it should I, be a new segment. Okay. Yeah. We were, Rachel and I were talking about this earlier. I think we should have a new segment that is, we bring it in sometimes, maybe not every week, but we talk about other podcasts that we like. So anyway, take it away for the origin of why we need to talk about this today. Our favorite band that we've for sure mentioned at least once, Jukebox the Ghost, follow them on all social media, Jukebox the Ghost. Uh, they just, they just started a podcast. Um, and so literally on my way home from the airport, I listened to their first episode and not surprisingly at all, Sarah had already listened to it. Um, (laughs) so first official endorsement is fame-ish, fame hyphen I-S-H, fame-ish, the Jukebox the Ghost podcast. Really delightful. And for you, Sarah, I, I think we should email them and say that they need a segment where they collect fan stories of everybody's favorite uh, jukebox like memory because it totally fits with the idea that is that's cool yeah because they're gonna talk about like things they've experienced on tour and that would fit in so nicely um exactly I didn't know you were gonna say exactly that but I knew you were gonna say something about what we should write in about because the whole time I was listening I was like of course the way I'm gonna email them for sure it's just about what 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 will I email not will I email absolutely Um, yeah very embarrassing but true so They, they they were talking about having Opry Plaza as a guest. <laughs> we have to get pretty ish. <laughs> well, they said that, and then was it um was it Tommy that was like, "What are you guys talking about? She's so famous." Yeah, <laughs> you can't she will not come on this. Oh, and then they did a future Sarah moment where they, where they were like, "This was recorded before White Lotus season right. two. Yeah, yeah. So you guys know." anyway yeah we're spoiling the podcast but you should listen it's great uh if you like music or if you like banter or if you like things that we like (laughs) and then yeah I think I listen to quite a lot of podcasts at this point like I'm I'm kind of out of a rhythm of audiobooks at the moment which is not good I'll probably get back into it so in my life I've gone through sometimes where I listen to more and fewer things but one of the biggest things with me living alone is that 
I am like basically addicted to listening to things these days. This is why I want to get more into music because mostly what I gravitate towards is podcasts or sometimes audiobooks. And it's to the degree where like I can't do chores, like I can't like clean or do dishes or anything if I don't have something I'm listening to. So my current rhythm is that if a podcast I'm listening to releases a new episode by the end of that day, I will have listened to that episode. Oh, wow. So, that is impressive. It's a little crazy. It's pretty much always, but also lots of podcasts are Wednesday podcasts. So shout out to us for sharing the day with uh, Famish and lots of other podcasts. Love a yeah. Wednesday podcast. Yeah, it's an interesting, like I, not the most intuitive day, but I guess it is like splitting the week. I just watched the Abbott Elementary episode where... <laughs> um Jacob starts the the podcast club <laughs> it was really funny because I watched that like just after watching the uh how I was your father episode where they mentioned the daily oh, the daily yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. like <laughs> I think we all know that Michael Bavaro is milking it a little bit like <laughs> that was my favorite comment oh my gosh here's what else you need to know today you need to know today <laughs> Anyway, uh, I guess message us what podcasts you like if you're interested and let us know if you're interested in hearing more from us about what podcasts we do like, but yeah. Yes, messaging us to say that you like booted sisters is a legitimate reason yeah, to message your, famous, <laughs> your favorite <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, that's, I think, pretty much all I've got. You got anything? No, I think we covered it all. Um, do you want to tease any other future episodes? I think, yeah, I think everybody's going to like next episode. Um, we've got a pretty cool concept that we, we always knew eventually, um, you know, spend some episodes going this direction, but it's fun to, to get there. I need to dig into some files. Yep. Me too. That's what I was yeah. thinking. <laughs> um, yeah. So let us know what you think we're teasing right now. It will not involve a guest, but it will involve us talking about something and a little different than a normal week so sure (laughs) thanks for catching up this was fun yeah hope you have a good week i'll um talk to you in a week (laughs) (laughs) well actually i'll talk to you on sunday true yeah less than a week (laughs) all right bye bye they wanted me to try them on because they knew I would know the difference between our fit <laughs> and then I was like Becca's well I'm literally the same size <laughs> well Becca wasn't around but oh, Sam was okay, so okay. Sam was the only option and I was like well Sam's feet are exactly my feet like <laughs> we literally have two models of feet like yeah, you and Becca yeah. have the exact feet and Sam and I have the exact feet and the two models are not that far apart <laughs>